Sounds like football, baby. <laughs> What up, guys? Welcome back into the Fantasy Football Smackdown. I'm your host, Kyle August. You can follow me on Twitter at KyleMonth8. I'm getting you set for the waiver wire ahead of week five on today's show, so I appreciate you tuning in. If you're not checking this show out on YouTube, you need to make sure that you are subscribed, turn those notifications on, and you will not only get all of the other great recorded content here on the Warzone Network, but the live shows as well. Thursday night, 7 p.m. Eastern time, start sit. Fancy football smackdown right here. I'm usually I've been joined by Dallas the last few weeks and uh, had a lot of fun answering a lot of questions. So if you want to interact with us again, the YouTube channel is the only way to do that. You can always catch that start sit show on Friday mornings, but uh, don't forget waiver wire sniping drops YouTube only every Saturday and then Sunday school with Memphis come get blessed as he says uh, is a live show that Memphis does. I've been doing that show with Jesse had a few other people on there as well so again youtube really important to be subscribed over there and of course wherever you listen to this podcast rate and review if you like what you hear but without any further ado let's dive into it plenty to talk about today if you're watching on youtube you're going to see all of these percentages numbers player lists uh right here if you're not watching on youtube again you got to check that out but let's just dive right into it my top three ads regardless of position as a reminder i use a 50 percent threshold for this show so double check your wire make sure there's nobody else that was dropped elijah mitchell's one player as an example has been dropped in a bunch of leagues but he's over the 50 percent threshold so you won't hear about him on this show so it's just one example but top three ads regardless of position we're going rb heavy this week there are a plenty of good ads at other position actually much better wave wire than last week in my opinion but there were some major shifts due to you know uh due to injury uh and and uh and a surprise inactive on sunday so my number one ad regardless of position is going to be damian williams as of recording this, I'm actually recording this during the Monday Night Football game. Uh, thanks, Lightning, in a dome stadium for some reason. But uh, Damian Williams, running back for the Chicago Bears, he's going to be the guy as long as David Montgomery is out. He gets the Raiders next week in week five. He's 9% owned. This is the dude everybody and their mama is going to be going after, rightfully so. It's probably going to be a few more weeks that he's going to get the chance compared to Chubba Hubbard a week ago where CMC, you know, could be back. So pay attention as you're listening to this. If Montgomery's been put on IR, that's even more, obviously more likelihood that Williams is going to be the guy, but I think you're going to get at least a two-week start out of Damian Williams as of right now. Number two on this list, he's just below the threshold because he was dropped. He was dropped in some of the leagues I was in that are a little bit deeper. I was surprised to see Latavius Murray hit the wire. He's 48% owned right now. He was the starter uh, for the Baltimore Ravens with Tyson Williams, an inactive on Sunday against the Broncos. Number three on this list for me, again, RB heavy, Samaj P. Ryan. Yes, that's Samaj P. Ryan. Joe Mixon is week to week with a low ankle sprain. That happened on Thursday night last week. So hopefully he can be back sooner rather than later, but I'd expect P. Ryan to be the guy for the Bengals at least in week five. All right, let's move into the positions here. Uh, at the quarterback position, this is really going to be whatever your appetite is. Uh, the streamers for me, uh, I still like Trey Lance, and Justin Fields, actually that Fields Lance in my rankings here. And then you kind of have the, I don't want to risk it. I just want to stream my guys, maybe a little less upside here. So that's why I've still included these players as well. But Justin Fields at the top of the list for me. I know he didn't have a spectacular fantasy day. I still think he's going to be the guy for the Chicago Bears. He's going up against the Raiders. He's 41% owned. He's been dropped in a lot of leagues. I think that fantasy production will come. 
Uh, so I have no problem continuing to treat Justin Fields as a guy with a ton of upside, even though his first two weeks were a little bit shaky. Trey Lance, similar scenario. Uh, as of right now, Jimmy G might miss at least a week, maybe more. I think this is the opportunity for Trey Lance to show up against the Arizona Cardinals. He's 31% owned. Both these guys, yes, they play for bad teams. And for in Fields' case, it plays for a bad organization. I get it. But for fantasy purposes, we want to see that rushing. And I think that'll come for these two young quarterbacks. So if you're looking for uh, the long-term play, I'm going Fields, Lance, and then these streamers. If you just want to straight up stream for this week, this is how the top those three quarterbacks would break down for me outside of those two top rookies. Daniel Jones gets the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, that's going to be in Dallas. Jones is 31% owned, coming off a 400-yard game. But he's had 20-plus fantasy points in three or four games, and his low was 16. That rushing gives you a little bit of a floor there. Number four, Sam Darnold against the Eagles, 37% owned. Darnold has 19 fantasy points or more in every game, 300 yards passing or more in the last three games, and he leads the league in rushing touchdowns. Hilarious. We all knew that was coming. And then back to the rookie, Mac Jones. He gets the Houston Texans. He's 17% owned. He has 270 passing yards in three or four games, plenty of passing attempts the last few weeks, and he gets the Texans, uh, the worst team in the land. So I think Mac Jones is, uh, is worth an ad there. I really I wanted to put Jameis Winston on this list, but the dude is just not throwing the ball. I'm going to lean towards the trying to find some volume from somewhere. So Mac Jones coming in at five is is definitely not uh, <laughs> is not somebody I would love to start this week. If you can get Daniel Jones, Sam Darnold, I love those guys as streamers this week based off of their NFC East matchups. But again, Fields Lance would be my priorities if you want to take a, a legit shot. Uh, Drew Locke, don't forget about him. Superflex is only 1% owned. Keep an eye, monitor the Teddy Bridgewater situation. Just want to throw that out there for the Superflex folks. All right, let's move to the running back. I talked about the top three guys on this list because they're my top three overall, but I do want to point out Michael Carter continuing to be used more of a feature back. He's 51% owned, gets Atlanta in London on Sunday in week five. Then they move into a buy. So just a guy that I'm continuing to stash 51% owned. Now for the sub 50, again, Damian Williams monitor that David Montgomery injury. If he goes on IR, I think you put even more fab dollars on Williams, but I think he's at least a two-week play right now. Latavius Murray saw 18 of the 21 running back carries for the, for the Baltimore Ravens last week against Denver. Uh, he's 48% owned. This is a guy that I'm definitely prioritizing as well. While, and even though it might be feel a little bit more sure because he's not relying on an injury, I still could see them mixing up that backfield uh, the, rest, the rest of the way. So don't blow all your fab, but Murray's a guy that I'm prioritizing, obviously. Number three on this list for me is Samaj P. Ryan. I talked about him earlier. Mixon's week to week. Uh, they could use Chris Evans a bit as well instead of just giving P. Ryan 100% of Mixon's work, but I'm okay putting uh, some fab in on P. Ryan, expecting him to be a play in week five. Number four on this list is J.D. McKissick. Had an amazing diving touchdown last week. This Washington football team defense has not been very good, which has led to this offense having to play catch up in a lot of games. When that happens, McKissick is going to be solid. If they're not favored, this is a guy that you can, that you can probably that you can play in half PPR, but PPR for sure. Uh, so McKissick, thirty nine percent owned. Again, I don't think he has the upside of some of these other guys, but can continue to be a flex uh, in PPR leagues or even a bye week fill in as those approach. Alex Collins, number five on this list for me, two percent owned, twenty two snaps, twelve touches compared to twenty five snaps and fourteen touches for Chris Carson. We saw, we heard rumblings that Carson was a little bit banged up last week that was not on the injury report looked good to go and then Collins got a lot of work had a nice touchdown run this guy is like a priority handcuff for me and he's only two percent owned when you compare him to a lot of the other handcuff type running backs it's amazing that he's only two percent owned you need to go pick up Alex Collins 
Deeper league ads at the running back position. Brandon Bolden, the running back for the New England Patriots, he saw six targets, caught them all. He could be the James White running back in this backfield. Stevenson was uh, inactive, and then J.J. Taylor fumbled. <laughs> so Bolden could be the guy, but I, I'm hoping that that needs a little bit more Damian Harris action as he saw career high in routes run. Khalil Herbert, running back for the Chicago Bears. He is a guy that Williams was a little bit banged up in that game, so Herbert saw some touches for the Bears in that backfield. He's 0% owned. Williams should be good to go. That's why he's at the top of my list. But Herbert's a guy that I'm adding in deeper leagues just in case. And then Chris Evans mentioned him. Could be in a, for a potential split as long as Joe Mixon's out. He's 1% owned. So as we move on to the wide receivers, want to remind you guys, don't forget, I mentioned it at the top, waiver wire sniping. Bye weeks start in week six. So you're going to want to tune into waiver wire sniping, especially starting this week as we'll give you that extra little edge on the rest of your league as teams head into their bye weeks more teams in your league are going to be streaming they're going to be looking for those ads uh maybe they you know for bye week fill-ins maybe they aren't streamers with you maybe you're not competing them on a week to week for streaming options but now that the bye weeks are going to be kicking in more teams going to be tuned in so get that jump on them all right wide receivers here we go it's bears heavy i don't know what the hell the deal is but darnell mooney uh he had an amazing game five for 125 uh, Allen Robinson owners are like, what the hell? Give me some of that. But Mooney has been really solid as far as opportunities, seven or more targets in three or four games. He's on the field nonstop. He's the clear, you know, I mean, I don't know, one B receiver to Allen Robinson. Uh, so he's got the Raiders next week. He's 38% owned. He would be at the top of my list as far as wide receivers go. My boy, Tim Patrick, uh, I'm pretty sure I have a typo on here. Actually, I have 23% owned. I believe he's closer to 40% owned. Um, but uh, so apologize for that, but he's still my number two ad. Uh, he saw six targets last week while it didn't amount to a ton of production. This was his first game under 11 fantasy points on the year. Uh, and they lost Teddy Bridgewater at halftime. They also lost another wide receiver to injury. So Jerry Judy's still due back in maybe three to four weeks, but Tim Patrick's a guy that I'd continue to look to, you know, to add if I haven't already and start as a lower end wide receiver three. Number three on this list is Curtis Samuel. He's 40% owned. Uh, he saw limited snaps last week, but it was his first week back, his first action uh, last week in, in months for the Washington football team. And as I said earlier, that is a team that struggles on the defensive side of the ball. A little bit surprising. They lost Logan Thomas uh, in that game, and he's week to week. So there's got there's some more opportunities for targets there. Curtis Samuel would be number three on this list for me. Number four is honestly a guy that I've completely ignored. I haven't mentioned his name one single time on this show, whether it be waiver wire, start, sit, doesn't matter. Devonte Parker, 38% owned. He has seven or more targets in every game this year. Will Fuller is injured again. And this is a guy that just missed a touchdown last week uh, at Tampa Bay, 38% owned. This is a team that has not been very good. They're playing from behind. He's getting the opportunities. Devonte Parker should be added. Whew, I didn't think I'd ever say that again. Number five on this list, Jamison Crowder at Atlanta, 20% owned. This is more of a, of a one-week play for me because Crowder will be heading into the bye in week six. Not sure I'm going to hold him for another week, but he saw nine targets. So if you need a fill-in wide receiver for week five, I have no problem picking up the Irish whiskey, Jamison Crowder going up against the porous Falcons defense. Deeper league ads, got four of them for you. Van Jefferson, 5% owned, a little bit little bit more owned, but he could be out there in some of your deeper leagues. He's at Seattle. This dude, back-to-back -back week with six targets, same as Robert Woods last week, and had a nice game against the Cardinals. Number two on this list, Kadarius Toney. If Sterling Shepard is out, Kadarius Toney could be a deeper league play. He's 3% owned. Gets, uh, he actually gets Dallas, sorry, uh, on this, this next week. I didn't update that, um, but he's 3% owned. Uh, he went six for 78 last week, so on those nine targets. So 
Tony could be a deep league ad. Chester Rogers for the uh, Tennessee Titans. I Him or Josh Reynolds uh, would be fine ads as far as in deeper leagues. They're both 2% owned or less. Uh, and you have uh, that Tennessee Titans wide receivers with A.J. Brown and Julio Jones banged up. So it could just be some fill in there if you need in deeper leagues. And Khalif Raymond, uh, 16 targets in the last two weeks, caught two touchdowns. Again, this is a team that will continue to play from behind. They get to Minnesota next week. All right, as we move on to the tight ends, there's actually some names here I actually like, which is good because, my God, this has been a dumpster fire. Uh, at the top of the board, Dalton Schultz, baby. Let's go. Gets the Giants this week, 34% owned. 15 targets, 12 catches, and three touchdowns in the last two weeks. He's my top tight end ad. Really like him. I think that'll continue, especially as long as Michael Gallup is out, which he is on IR, so it's going to be a little bit of time for him. Schultz seems to be the tight end to own for the Cowboys. Number two on this list is Dawson Knox, another name that I don't think I've mentioned one single time, but he actually has four touchdowns in the last three weeks. He's at Kansas City next week, and he's 47% owned. Damn, that's going to be a fun game. Bills, Chiefs on Sunday night, and Dawson Knox is definitely a streamer in that one. Number three on this list is Evan Ingram, two, two weeks back now from injury, six targets in each of those games, and stamps were up. He gets the Dallas Cowboys, 34% owned. Number four on this list is Cameron Brait. He gets the Miami Dolphins, six targets last week without Rob Gronkowski. Uh, I think that he's in for better days ahead as far as receptions and total numbers, but got to love those targets. Snaps were behind OJ Howard, but I think he's been filling into that, that Gronk role as we saw last week. Number five on this list for me is Tyler Conklin. I know he disappointed um, last week as far as total numbers, yardage was down, but six targets once again, four or plus four or more catches in three or four games. If you're streaming, this is a guy that I still think you can plug in uh, in week five. He's 13% owned and he gets the Lions. Deeper league, I just want to throw this out there. I've even ignored him in a lot of my deeper leagues, even tight end premium. But Max Williams, 15 catches in the last three weeks, uh, continues to see some targets in that offense. I don't think he can be ignored. So if you're in super deep league, start two tight end leagues, which are extremely painful at times. Max Williams is a guy that I think it has to be paid attention to. All right, DST is for you guys. We're going to make this quick. Streamers, Cowboys versus the Giants, 22% owned. Ton of turnovers for that team. I think they can get to Daniel Jones. Let's go two fumbles for the boys. Vikings versus the Lions, 16% owned. Vikings defense, is, again, hasn't been stout, but they play a great matchup at home against the Lions. And number three on this list, I'll go with the Cardinals. 33% owned. They get Trey Lance, in theory, in his first start, um, as long as Jimmy G doesn't make it back, which as of now seems unlikely. So with that, that wraps it up. Wave Wire heading into week five. Uh, go out, make those ads. Good luck with the pickups. I think there's lots of good names out there. Lots of running backs this week, but plenty of value still too at the other positions. So again, we'll be back later in the week with the start sits on Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern time live on YouTube ahead of Thursday night football. And then I'm back here again with waiver wire sniping, hopefully giving you that extra edge on your league again by week starts in week six. So waiver wire sniping every Saturday, YouTube only. And all of that is in addition to all the great content here, right here on the Dynasty Warzone Network. So until then, I'll catch you guys later. Take it easy.